Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is Darren, Mr. Dorse Fists, Border Da, Pranang Da, and everything in between. Thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast where you get news, raw SmackDown, NXT, and pay per view re- reviews. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you know anybody who's a wrestling fan who likes wrestling and listens to podcasts, please share my podcast. You can listen on iTunes, Spotify, and everything in between. My podcast is available absolutely everywhere. My numbers are doing fantastic, so thank you all so much for tuning in, and let's get straight into it. Hello everybody, this is Dara and Mr. Dorsefist. Thank you very much for tuning into the podcast. Um, today I was going to do an NXT review, but I don't know, I just can't be bothered. Not, not bothered, but like NXT 2014 to 2016 was probably the best wrestling and storyline show because the storylines were, bas- were basic, the matches were awesome, the talent was awesome. You had Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode, Drew McIntyre, Andrade, Johnny Gargano, Champa, Cole came into it a little bit li- later on. But you know what I mean? They had good talent. They had Sami Zayn. They had Cesaro back before the main roster in NXT. They had Kevin Owens. They had Samoa Joe. They had the Demon Finn Balor. They had all good matches. They had good superstars who now come up the main roster. Half of them have done okay. Half of them have done a lot. Sami Zayn's IC champion, Samoa Joe, has is, is, is been US champion, but he's been injured for half of it. Or he's been commentating for half of it. NXT has got good stars in it right now. It's still a developmental brand, which means it's a brand that goes head-to-head with AEW, a brand new promotion with Chris Jericho and people, people like that. But people still complain and think about, oh, NXT... This is AEW, that's better than this. No, they're both as good as each other. AEW is a promotion that's about 18 months old overall, a year old on television, as in like a week, weekly programme. I think they did about two or three pay-per-views before the actual, you know, promotion started, you know, grow his wings on TV on a Wednesday night going up against NXT. But early on in the year, I think they did a pay-per-view in March and a pay-per-view in... It was in March, May and August. They've done, I think, done three pay-per-views and then started on the 2nd of October. NXT, I don't care what anybody says, is the third brand on the same tier as Raw and SmackDown. It's not. Survivor Series time, yeah, it is, because they make it sound like a really good brand. It's a good wrestling brand. But at the moment, developmental is for a chance. People like Xia Lee, Aaliyah, Rhea Ripley. They established stars before they went to NXT. But now that in NXT, they're kind of like that fodder. You know, like the Zack Ryder jobber kind of thing they got on them. Where they go in NXT and they grow their wings to come out of it to be an established star. star. So Vince McMahon can play with you when he's either going to push you or he's going to bury you. Most of the time he buries you because he can't handle NXT talent because he's an arsehole. And most of the time they end up going to AEW, Ring of Honor, Japan, whatever. So... Oh, impact. So this is more like a rant. When well, they're a rant, it's more like a wrestling-oriented thing because NXT kicked off. Shotty Blackout is his Io Shirai. NXT win his title. I knew Shotty weren't going to win it. Fantastic match. Good, some awesome spots. Back and forth action. Action. Io Shirai, German suplexes, Shotty Blackout on the on, on the outside on, on the apron, which was nasty. There was loads of high spots. The finish came with... 
He was sure I pinned Shotty Blackheart with a moonsault, but only her legs smacked on his stomach, which looked really fucking nasty and terrible. It was a good show. Just of champers walking around aimlessly, be beating up fucking jobbers. Then that guy we beat up a few weeks ago is back, Tony Atlas. Um, he's back. He said, I want to kick you next week. I'll kick, kick your ass. I thought, well, he kicked your ass two weeks ago and you're back already. Not much for selling, mind you. Bailey killed Sasha Banks two weeks ago to, to today. Sasha Banks is back on SmackDown tonight. So it looks like two weeks. <laughs> it looks like two weeks. And you're a coward no matter what. If Bailey is fighting Nikki Cross at Clash of Champions at the end of September, then technically speaking, they, I think they could have held Sasha Banks' few, uh, comeback another two weeks or so, another week. Because Bailey's going to fight Nikki Cross now, so what Sasha Banks does is irrelevant because Bailey's fighting Nikki Cross in two weeks, so they have to build that. You know they've done it like a thousand times before. Sasha Banks is her comeback night maybe big, and she might have a face pop. But Nikki Cross has got to get in the conversation as well. So, but it's not going to be a triple threat to the Clash of Champions. It's going to be Bailey and Sasha, probably Hell in a Cell and Survivor Series and stuff like that. So, I don't know. I'm just saying, two weeks, get on your ass, fucking kicked, and come back two weeks later. Never really sits well with me. But I suppose you've got advanced storylines. But anyway. Champa backstage, attacked Tony Atlas outside in the parking lot. Kyle O'Reilly, of all people, from the Undisputed Era, told Champa to get lost and told Atlas to get up and he tried helping him up. Face turn for Kyle O'Reilly, probably. Adam Cole turned a little bit face when he fought Pat McAfee. But Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish seems like to be the heels. Obviously on NXT, you know, in the next few weeks, they'll do something to accommodate this. So, you know, you've got the two faces and the two heels going up against each other. But, um... Yeah, that was a bit of a shock. And speaking of Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish, they fought Drake Maverick in a handicap match. Drake Maverick wants Killian Dane in his corner. Killian Dane keeps saying no. He doesn't want to be his friend or partner. Killian Dane is watching it on TV backstage. Willie Regal comes up to him and says, look, just go out there and help him. He said, you could be a tag team. Just go out there and help him. Killian Dane goes out there, thinks, you know, I'm wasting my time. Roderick Strong says to him, oh, you fat dork or you fat orc or whatever he says to him. Dane turns around, beats the fucking into him. Drake Maverick wins the match by disqualification. And then they scat the run off up the ramp. Drake Maverick wants to shake Killian Dane's hand. Killian Dane says no. Drake Maverick is overpassionate. He pushes him, says, Come on, man. And Killian Dane once again punches him in the, in the, in the face. It's going to be that odd couple tag team in there. It's going to be that stupid little runt with a big beastie man. You know, the untold random story, isn't it? Is is the team of the random tag team you wouldn't assume would be together. So, I'm not saying it's going to be like a comedy tag team, but I don't know. I don't really care very much. And you had Damien Priest versus um, Timothy Thatcher. Now, I like both guys. Damien Priest is the North American champion, which is basically the same level as Intercontinental and US title standard. But yet they choose this match. Thatcher's a good Thatcher's catch can, as he said. He's a good technical wrestler, works on body parts and joints. Damien Priest has got a bit of striking ability and good wrestling ability and martial arts and that. So the contrasting styles, but to have this main event North American Championship match on the same week that it goes back to Wednesday nights, f- food in with the 
AEW, who by the way, they made an event treat fight between <laughs> fucking hell, Santana and Ortiz versus the best friends. Best street fight match I've seen in my life. Best best match outside the ring I've probably ever seen. It was amazing. Because NXT's been on Tuesday over the past three weeks. This this week they returned. Against AEW in the main event. These two guys whose styles don't really mesh well. It was a good match. It was a good 7, 7.5 out of 10. A good gentleman 3.5 stars out, out of 5. But when you're going up against AEW, you need your main event to be something a little bit more classy. Even if the women's match was the main event, it would, it would have made much of a difference. You needed like a star-making main event. Even like Finn Balor defending his first title against somebody else, it might have been a bit better. But NXT next week have chucked all their cards down on the fucking table. They've got a number one contenders, Women's Battle Royal. Whoever wins, fight Io Shirai at NXT TakeOver at the beginning of October. And they've got a men's gauntlet elimination kind of match. Whoever wins... We'll fight Finn Balor at NXT TakeOver as well. So, yeah, they've done all that. They're doing all that net, net next week. Don't know why they couldn't do it this, this week. But, oh, yeah, sorry, Brizango beat Imperium. They, they retained the NXT Tag Team titles. That was it. Like, it was nothing special on NXT. I think it's going through a transitional stage, you know. I loved NXT about four years ago, five years ago. Now it's just gone a bit... I don't know, all these stars have got their own SmackDown and some have made it, like I said, some haven't. Authors of Pain have been released, which I fucking hate. Vince McMahon's an arsehole. Ivar from the Viking Raiders is injured, which means Eric, you probably won't see Eric now for another fucking eight months because his partner's injured. And they don't normally do single stars. Whenever a tag team has been... If one of them's been injured and they're a proper tag team, Vince doesn't tend to use the other, uh, the, the other one if the other one is, is injured. Which I find full of shit and bullshit, but what can you do? They've done it with the Authors of Pain like three times, because I think I, since they've been on NXT and the W, Authors of Pain have been injured like three times. I think one time Acom was injured, they didn't use Rizal on NXT. The next time Rizal was injured, when they, when they moved to Raw, and Acom wasn't on Raw, and then they were both injured at one point, and I was like, at least use one of them, like since you, who saw us now? Since Jimmy Uso has been injured, since the middle of March. Jey Uso, only the past three weeks, has actually been on TV. Oh, sorry. he done that stupid karaoke judge thing about two months ago. When Lacey Evans and a shit heel turn. But, do you know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck, like? You know, but, you know, at, but at, at the end of the day, I feel sorry for Eric from the Viking Raiders because... <clears throat> He ain't going to be used now. He was used to help uh, the, um, Ricochet and Apollo because he was up the numbers. But I don't understand why they just can't use him. Even use him on like main event or something like or before the show starts. Because so, before Raw is taped or live, main event is on, which means it's two, ma- it's two matches. Normally, Ali versus Hamburger Creole or Natalia versus fucking Lana or something like that. It's just a raw highlight show made event is, and they stick them two matches in it to space it out to make the guys more have wrestling time, which is fair enough. But just stick Eric on main, main, main event for the next few, few months then, because he's got a, a living. Just because Ivar's injured doesn't mean he has to suffer, but that's Vince view. Vince always does it. Like, if, if you put two stars together, say like you put, back in the day, Rey Mysterio and Batista together as a tag team, and they become tag team champions, and say Batista gets injured, you know Ray can go off on his own, because Ray's technically a single star anyway. With, but with poor tag teams who come into it together, 
who've been together for years. If one of them gets injured, Vince just goes, oh, well. Um, Bob is injured, so Jerry's got a fucking knobby on TV. And I find that ba- I find that wrong. Just give it Eric and the Viking gimmick for the next few months. Have him lose all the time if you have to. Just stick him on TV. That guy got a baby on the way. Sarah Logan, who's being dirty, is his wife. And, you know, they got a... I, I know that you still get paid if you don't wrestle in WWE, but just... Just give him a fucking... Anyway. What I'm saying is the Viking Raiders went up from NXT. They fucked them up a bit. AOP went up from NXT. They fucked them up a bit. Kevin Owens. Eh, yeah, he's done all right. I think Kevin Owens has done all right. He's been world champion, IC champion, US champion. He's had good matches. He can cut good promos. I still think he's behind Retribution. That's, that, that's my guess. Sami Zayn. He's been mixed. He's fought Owens a few times on the main roster because they're best friends and better enemies. He's now Intercontinental Champion, yes. But before that, he didn't really do much. He's a fantastic wrestler. Cesaro, fantastic. He's been multiple tag team champions. He's been US champion. He's had a good run on his own for a while. Then he went back with Sheamus and then he went with Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, he's done okay, but Bobby Roode, I think he's been... US champion and multiple-time tag team champion on Raw and SmackDown. Again, yeah, that's cool, but Drew McIntyre and Kevin Owens are the only two really big ones who've won world titles. They've used pretty well, and they've pushed pretty well. Samoa Joe, I felt sorry for. Well, when he got called up, I was like, right, this guy is a badass, a Samoan badass. Good guy or bad guy, he can kick your face in, choke you out, win the title... Have good matches with Brock Lesnar and that. And yeah, they did briefly touch the Brock Lesnar thing on Samoa Joe. But then Samoa Joe, I think, I think he hurt his ankle. And never since he hurt his ankle, he went to SmackDown, he done nothing. He knocked Ages out of his house, kidnapped his wife. That was shit and terrible. Went to Raw, got injured again, got, got concussed, came back, got chugged to a table, went on commentary, and it's been, he came back briefly, then he got concussed again. That's bad luck, I know, but... I don't know. NXT is not the place it was. Like, I've seen all these stars, what they've done and that. Sometimes, like, Organo and Champa, they say they want to stay in NXT. Well, they, they have the right mentality, because if they go to Raw or SmackDown officially, they might get ru- ruined. There's, there might be a slight chance, like Owens and Drew, that you make it, and you become multiple champion, and you become a top star. But Gargano and Champa are, are quite, like, 5 foot 10 guys, 5 foot 11 champ it is i think gargano's like five five foot nine they're small guys vince doesn't like small guys much and people go oh well remus and eddie Guerrero were world champions and they were short yeah they were but we all know vince likes his big six foot six foot five beefy big men we know vince mcmahon loves that shit so i think gargano and champ are much better off on nxt staying there just being the cornerstone same with adam cole i think he's five foot ten he may be a bit slightly bigger than Gargano as in height and build. But even he's not massive. He'll be ruined on Raw and SmackDown. So, you know, and people like Andrade now on Raw, he's not doing anything. Send Andrade back to fucking NXT. Keith Lee, yeah, we'll see. They've practically, they've, they kind of push him already. But at the same time, they've kind of ruined him with his new theme music and his entrance and his attire and... Yeah, he's had good matches with Orton and he hasn't been pinned yet and he's fought Drew and bits and bobs, but I know he haven't long come up, but he's been, up, he's been on awesome for like a month, so you can't really like 
you know, can complain about it, I suppose. But at the same time, you can kind of see where it probably is going to go for him. Keep carrying cross on NXT for God's sake. You can't r- ruin that guy, even though he's injured at the moment. That guy is amazing. He's, he can kick your face in. He's good at promos. He's got a sexy wife. I don't mean it like that, but he's got a really attractive wife. She could be the eye candy. They're, they're, basically, they're a much better version of Lana and Rusev. Trust me. Much better. I love Rusev slash Miro. I love him to bits. But we both know, you know, the new guy on the blog block is Karrion Cross. Io Shirai, if she comes up to the main roster, she's NXT Women's Champion. She'll be thing as well. I can't explain it to you. 75% of the people who get upgraded from NXT to main roster normally don't do much. And Vince ruins their character or their gimmick or their music or their finisher or their look. And he fucks them over and they never make it. Ascension, perfect example. The Ascension in NXT were amazing. They came on the main roster, they were jobbers. They were on main event. They were losing in TV matches, in tag matches in about two minutes. They were like the jobber tag team. NXT World Tag Team Champions. Bo Dallas, former NXT World Champion. Neville slash Pac, former NXT Champion. They left him go. Big E, former NXT Champion. Big E, on the main roster, people go, no, can he get the big one? He didn't have to build title. He's had a build title already. He was just a little bit more greener back then. Do I want Big E to succeed? Absolutely. I think he'll be a good world champion whether he's a good guy or bad guy. They haven't ruined him really. He's like, what, a nine-time tag team champion, former Intercontinental champion. So yeah, he's kind of made it. But what I'm trying to say, NXT no longer, to me, carries the same crap it did a few years ago. Carries the good talent. The, the, they, they, they still got good talent in Rhea Ripley and all that. And Shirai and, like I said, Cross and Bala. But there's no stars there. Like, like... Send Andrade back, and I know he doesn't do much on the main roster. He loses, he's in that crappy tag team with Zelina and Gaza. But send Andrade back, build a brand around Andrade. The guy can wrestle, his English is much better. He's going out with Charlotte Flair. She's probably teaching him stuff, you know, but wrestling more well. I don't know if she could teach him wrestling, but you know what I mean, or English and that. And build a brand around Andrade. He's young, he's Mexican. He's a good-looking guy. He can go in the ring. Him versus Johnny Gargano is still one of the best NXT matches I've seen about two or three years ago. So I'd stick Dolph Ziggler on NXT to have him put over younger talent and sometimes win a few matches. Just because Dolph Ziggler can make wrestler pay paper bag and make you look good. Do you know what I mean? So Dolph Ziggler, Andrade, stick him on NXT. Even Chad Gable, stick him on NXT. He can wrestle. Build the brand around these guys and let them, you know. And then you could say, okay, you swap. Well, not swap. You know, you can stick Damian Priest, Dominic Dijakovic, which they probably will, and Dio Madden on Raw and SmackDown just to replace Dov Ziggler, Chad Gable, and Andrade. You know, if, if you want to swap them around with the talent. I just wish NXT would hype me like it used to, but it doesn't. So the NXT review, I'm not saying it's going to go. I've briefly gone through it, but it doesn't excite me no more, you know? NXT doesn't make me go, ooh, anymore. AEW this week was fantastic. Like I said, good main event. Best street fight I've seen between the Inner Circle, Ortiz and Santana versus the best friends, Tremperetta. It it was awesome. Best, guys, if you can go check out AEW's channel on, on YouTube, 
on in the internet, just watch it. Trust me. Best street fight you'll ever see. Brilliant. Fucking loved it. Chuck Taylor and Tremperetta versus Santana and Ortiz. AEW. Parking lot brawl street fight. Trust, trust me, guys. It was amazing. Oh, oh but by the way, <laughs> right? Everyone has said it. Mick Foley. A lot of top wrestling talent celebrities have said how good that main event was on AEW. Guess what the W have got going on a book tonight? Cunts. A Samoan street fight. Roman Reigns and Jey Uso versus Baron Corbin and Sheamus. Same thing as AEW. Why are they doing it for? I know it's competition and I, and I know, you know, they have to do something, but... Lot, we know Roman Reigns' is gimmick is show up and kick ass and leave or whatever it is. Well, how are they going to do that in a street fight? Have Corbin and Sheamus beat up Jey Uso for 10 minutes and at the end of the street fight, Roman Reigns pops out of a car and Superman punches them and pins them one, two, three. Is that how I was going to go... Because it's not going to touch, it's not going to fucking touch AEW's main event, no matter what they do. Even if Jimmy Uso comes back and helps his brother or doesn't, it's not going to touch the AEW main event, I'm sorry. So, I'm not even going to watch Smackdown Live tonight either. I always say I watch Smackdown on Friday night because it makes my weekend, you know, I can stay up longer, blah, 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 blah. But I'm going to watch it in the morning, I'm not bothered, I'm really not. Sasha Banks is back tonight to confront Bailey. Obviously, I'm a huge Bailey fan, as you know. I like Sasha Banks as well. Even that's not may, may make me want to watch it. You know, SmackDown has two weeks of good TV, then it goes crap, then it goes good again. SmackDown's up and down, a bit like Raw, but I put SmackDown over Raw now. I think SmackDown's a better, better show than Raw, than NXT. That's my WWE rating system. I, I didn't even watch my main event. I may watch the odd clip if I'm bored. I've got really nothing else to do on main event. But apart from that, I seen Ricochet fight Dali about three weeks ago or a month ago. And even then, that's on the WWE Network and they're like three weeks behind. So that must be like two months ago that much have happened. It was good, but I'm thinking, well, why didn't they have this on fucking Raw? You know? But anyway, apparently Ricochet is one of the guys who hasn't re-signed his contract, which is fair enough because, again, he's been a perfect example of a guy who did phenomenal in NXT. And since he's been on the main roster, yeah, he's been United States champion. He had a few good matches with AJ Styles. But come on, since then, he hasn't done anything. Ricochet has not done anything. So if he wants to go, let him go. Or put him back in NXT and use him properly. But no, Vince fucks everybody up to go, to go from the main roster. That's why I'm scared anybody else gets promoted from NXT, they're going to fucking ruin him. Triple H knows how to use stars and promote stars and use stars. Vince McMahon thinks he knows, but he's, he's, he's out of touch. The, the guy's 75, I think. Is he 75, 76? No, fucking hell, Vince. Like, calm me down, bro. There you go. But, yeah, guys, it's more of a rant, you know, a 22-minute rant. I do apologise. I just can't be asked to review a show I don't care about no more, and I just miss the old NXT, and all these examples I've given you of stars coming up and getting ruined just makes me think, oh... I love wrestling. I'll never fall out of love with wrestling because that's not me. I'm loyal. But sometimes even when it gets crap and I don't want to watch it, I find new ways of trying to think, well, I, I, I'll watch it because whatever. And, you know, I basically give you an NXT review, a brief AEW Dynamite review, a Smackdown preview. So, And I've also given you a little bit of news as well. So, um, When it comes to news as well for myself, I don't really give up my much personal information because, you know, 
only my close friends and family know but I did not get the job interview I had last Friday uh, they sent me a thing saying you done fantastic you didn't do anything wrong you smashed the interview but we've gone in and taken people on internally now or externally or whatever they said it's cheaper for them it doesn't make them cost, you know doesn't let them go to spend that much of my money with my own hiring and that so they specifically said I didn't get it but it worked no fault my own I done fantastic but they're going to keep me on a short list and I was like okay whatever so at the moment I'm working out I'm walking constantly uh, today I have to walk about 8 miles to meet my 50 mile target from last Sunday to this Saturday so I'm doing 8 miles today and 8 miles tomorrow because I've done 34 miles now so since Sunday because last Saturday was my day off I'm going to start walking early in the morning because I've got some football plans tomorrow to watch a few football. I'm going to see my missus and hopefully have a fantastic wee weekend. But 50 miles in a week is good. It's about 10 miles if you do five, five days per day, I suppose. So, But considering my back is killing me and my ankle still isn't 100%, I think I'm doing a damn good job. <laughs> um, guys, you know, guys or girls, whoever listen to this now, if you can go out and walk, go out and walk, even if it's around the block. Get some fresh air now, walk 10 miles, walk one mile, walk whatever you got to do. Get out there, because when you're out walking, guys, it's good for your mental health, and it's good for your physical health. You know, and if you want, if you do suffer with any mental health at the moment, please visit my friend Sean's page, you know, Men's Men Mental Health, on Twitter and Instagram, Let's Talk Men's Mental Health. It's called. Go give them a follow, guys. Go give them a, a listen. They're always here to, to help you. Um, they help my friend, friends, including Geraint Hill at the moment. Geraint, good, good, good luck for you if you fight soon, mate. And yeah, you know, guys, if you're ever suffering, it's okay. Girls as well. If you're ever suffering, it is, it is um, a Samaritan's line. I can't remember the numbers, but there's, there's always something to talk to. Hell, you can even come and talk to, to, to me because trust me, I've been there. You can inbox me on Instagram or Twitter. On Instagram, I'm Darren4785. On Twitter, I'm Mr. Dos Fists. That's M-R-D-O-S Fists. It basically means two fists in English. Um, yeah, so guys, you know, thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast. I'm sorry, but it's a bit of a rant. But like I said, NXT needs to step his game up. Chuck some guy. I think the draft is, is coming soon. But just chuck the wrestlers like Chad Gable, Dolph Ziggler, Andrade. People you're not going to use. People who are going to fall by the wayside. Hell, even Selena Vega. Stick them on NXT. Have them fight the new up-and-coming stars. Have them put them over. Have them have five-star matches. And then chuck, chuck them back to the main roster. Then you've, then you've re-established them. But in the meantime, I understand with, with a draft. If like Ziggler, Chad Gable and Andrade go to um, NXT. NXT town's got to go to Raw and SmackDown. Which I understand, but like 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 I said, stick Chelsea Green on SmackDown because the women, you know, on SmackDown by the way, guys, there's only two heels: Lacey Evans and Bailey. Alexa Bliss isn't fully turned, or Nikki Cross hasn't fully turned, so they both faces. Tamina is a is a face. Naomi's a face. Sasha Banks has come back as a face. Dana Brooke is a face. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just it's like nine to two, I think it is. Heel heel and faces. But anyway, that's just the way it is. That's just fucking... I stick Chelsea Green on SmackDown. One woman from NXT to SmackDown. Um, well, 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 who else could, could you put on there? Smack. I put Velveteen Dream on Raw, replacing Dolph Ziggler. And replacing Andrade, just, I don't know, just push Angel Garza. 
or use rig, rig, ricochet more. Just use your stars more. But anyway, that's enough for me ranting, guys. You know, I could be here all fucking day. But take care of yourselves and each other. Wash your face, wash your hands. And yes, lockdown two, it's on the way again, guys. But just do what you can. It's going to be hard. Get out and walk, just like me. If you want to have any tips, advice, or you need some something to talk to, I'm always here. Take care of yourselves and each other. Take care, guys. Love you. Bye.